0: framed as a body. So the mental state takes you and I to be a body. So sometimes and then at the same time it can feel like it's the thinker. Yeah, so it's the subject. So it's the one that's doing like thinking and feeling and seeing and hearing and tasting and touching. Yes, so this subjectiveness or subjectivity is is also claimed. So the subject is claimed and is applied to the object. So, the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching is the basis of all our day today, yeah. We're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and then there's thoughts about things, and then feelings arise, Yes, yeah. All this is going on, it's the basic format of everybody, yeah. Yet yeah. the mental state, when it, comes, when it becomes conscious of consciousness, it says i'm the one the body is the one who's seeing yeah the body is the one who's hearing <laughs> the body is the one who's feeling yeah and yet you run into a real dilemma because like a lot of people will say hey i didn't want to feel that but the feeling happened first and then they came after with the opinion that they didn't want to feel that and the opinion is based on, a, on an assumption you're the feeler so you should have some say in what you feel yeah When obviously you're not the feeler, there's feeling being noted, and then the idea that you're the feeler comes later. Yes, so there's a subject-objectness going on all day. Sometimes you're sitting at home thinking about you, and sometimes you're thinking of others. So when I'm thinking of Chris, Chris is objectified, and I'm the subject. When I'm thinking about me, I'm objectified also as the subject. So that's that's the two-ness that we're talking about. So non-duality is just an idea that's disputing that. It's just saying there's not two. And if that isn't true, the whole basis of this interpretation here is on that. It's based on that two-ness. So it's based on that the body has free will, that it's the doer, it's the seer, it's the feeler, and it's the taster. And then everything riffs off of that assumption. If that assumption is off, what possibility is afforded us? A huge possibility. We could see anew, as Jesus would say, you know? For those who have eyes to see and ears to hear. Yeah, we all have those, but now you'll see anew. Yeah? You'll see from a different position. You won't see from the duality or the subject-object. You'll see from subjectivity. Yeah? It's so beautiful in a way. And so it's sort of a... Uh, so let's hear let's hear a statement in recovery. recovery are you in recovery? Yeah oh, you are all right so yeah there's a big statement in page 64 63 I think and it's taught, and if you look at the 12 steps as a linear process which it is, it's in time yeah And so so in a linear process that which was called first would be primer have more of an importance than next yes. Yeah? first and then next. Next would be basically conditioned on the first. So it says, first of all, we got to quit playing God. Beautiful statement. It's not a step, but it's probably the biggest unspoken step. So you got to quit playing God. Why? It doesn't work, really. And so you have all the evidence to see that. Yeah? So now, the evidence is there, but it's not collated correctly in a way. AA gives you a way of collating. Hey! You gotta quit playing God. So there's something that's playing God that's not working. Yeah? Mm -hmm. See? Now, usually what happens though, unbeknownst to us, we're in the act of being identified as that which is playing God. So when we hear the statement, you gotta quit playing God, it's that which is playing God claims to hear it. Yeah? And so immediately the only thing it can do is, I'm gonna try to stop playing God. Yeah? It sounds like an order. Hey, quit playing God. Yeah, doesn't it? it? Does to me. When you read it, it's like quit playing God. It's like when you tell your kid, "Hey, quit touching that," you know. So, this, so, so that which is playing God hears, "Hey, you gotta quit playing." And this is the primary point, really. First, yeah, you gotta quit playing God. But we say it every time here. All right. So that which is playing God tries to quit playing God. What is that but playing God? Tell me what it is. How is that which is playing God ever going to quit playing God by trying to quit playing God? That would be playing God. See, you can't get out because it's in, yeah? The in is imaginary, so every time it flexes a muscle to get out, it reinforces the idea it's in. See, the relief is before the in. The relief doesn't come from getting out, it's co- it comes from, which is always available, you're not in. That's how it works. Seriously, that's how it works. If you keep trying to get out to get relief, that wanting to get out is reinforcing the in, yes? Because that which you're not is playing God. So you have to see what's playing God as not you. That's how there's a quitting of playing God. Yeah. That will not quit playing God, the head's not going to quit playing God, but you won't be giving all the attention and interest to it. Yeah, Because you are the God that it's playing with, really. It's using your cards and your money to put its bets down. Yeah. So now you wake up, hey wait a minute, Yeah, and therefore the guy has a losing hand. So quit playing God. You can't if you're playing God. Just no way. And there's an observation in recovery, it's not in the big book. And that observation is to me another huge uh, gift. Self can't get out of self. It's not a huge commentary, it's like a simple statement. Self can't get out of self. It doesn't say self can't get out of self on Wednesdays and Fridays. Self could get out of self if self was really fucking clear. No, it says self can't get out of self. That's a dilemma, and I, I would imagine it became an observational fact of people who were practicing the program, and they were realizing they were trying to get out of the problem as the problem, yeah? So they, said, they made a statement, hey, to save us what? Fucking time and trouble. Self can't get out of self with the hopes that you would put it on like a pair of shoes, and if it fit, hey, the observation... Uh, is on the money. So what do you do? I don't know. Pause. <laughs> you know, I mean, get sort of all right. You realize everything is off, and every time you try to unoff it, that's more off. What what can you do? Just to admit, you know, the futility of trying to get out of the system as the system really. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of recovery. It, led, it leads you to that point of realizing alright I'm really incredibly interested to get out of me but that's interested in being me. Yeah? So how am I going to get out of this little Chinese thumb torture? Well you can't. That's the beauty of it. You've got to see you're not in it. Yeah. So you're not that which is playing God. That's how there's a quitting of playing God. You see you're not that which is representing to be you. And what is that you? It's represented as the body. But how does it represent it? That you're the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the seer, the haver, the loser. You're everything. Yeah, You're the alpha and the omega of this place, when you're really not. You're an effect, basically, an expression. You're not a cause. So, just like when you're taken over by alcoholism, yeah? you can't say that was you. And it's so weird to me in recovery. You don't mind talking about it. This—it's the same thing. Just—it's like the same ingredients in a cake. You, know, you make it a round little one, or you know, triangle piece. It's the same thing, in cake. So, <laughs> so my feeling about recovery is the real root of the problem. Is the act of being identified as a self yeah. and that self isn't the body represents the self but the self is the feeling of being the doer the thinker the have or the loser yeah it's the one that thinks it's conscious when consciousness is way before the interpretation of life as you yes consciousness is there's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. And the claiming of that implies there's a seer and a seen, a hearer in the herd. It comes after. So basically, when you were a kid, if you weren't in a violent situation, life was happening, you know. Hopefully you'll return to that idea. And then slowly but surely the brain got developed, and then it turned into life's happening to me, which is an interpretation, a self-centered interpretation. So all fine and good, but maybe there's other possibilities. Maybe you could look at life not from a self-centered position. Who knows? Now, you would think, because it hasn't worked for many people, they've tried to move out of it. Yeah. They tried to get around it. They tried to, to transcend it. And people, some very smart people, maybe because they attempted the same thing, realized things that they were trying to share to other people that were going to come after, which is, you can't get out of self as self, yeah? So if you're identified as the problem, all your pursuits to get to the solution is a bigger problem. Well, who would've thunk? Yeah, none of us, really. Until, you get, until it lands on you, either through an intervention, or hopefully it's a softer, easier way of hearing it, as a message. And then just allow what's being heard to apply to your life, and see if it fits. And if it does, it, it's not a call to arms, it's more of a disarming call, you'll see, you'll, you'll get rearranged, yeah, without much thought of effort, just like in a lot of the big book, when they go into the effects of entertaining some ideas, they talk about, you know, the problem will not exist for you anymore, so a pretty high level solution, you'll be placed in a position of neutrality with no thought or effort on your part, that's basically how things go. A lot of things are, that are going to change are going to have very little to, to do with your thought and effort. Yeah. Your thought and effort is just a demonstration of a willingness, and it's the willingness with grace that produces effects, I feel. so. But be clear, you know, if you keep thinking it's the obsessions that are driving you crazy, well, the biggest obsession is the one who has the obsessions, and you're missing that. So basically you're trying to cut the lawn every day and it keeps fucking growing because you don't realize you're the miracle growth. You're fucking just throwing the seeds out every day and getting a lot of pats on the back by cutting it and you're playing this. It's all playing God. Really. Completely playing God. So quit it. You can't just see you're not that which is playing God. Where does that start? Starting to see the thoughts that's not yours. And especially that you're not the thinker of them. Please. Let's say if everyone had like a space helmet, and everyone would have the same narration, basically a stock version of self-centeredness, and the only difference would be names. This would be called Bill, so the one who thought was he was Bill would be quite interested in it, and this one would be called the same system would be called Paul, and the one who thought it's Paul would be quite interested in that. Yeah, but basically there's just one stock version, self-centeredness. Yeah. <laughs> All the selves seem to be different, but the system isn't different. It's just insane. And so even when you're at a pro and tell me this doesn't happen. You're sitting at a meeting, especially in the beginning. You have a thick shell of terminal uniqueness. You think no one thinks like you do. What a fuckingcockcus shell. No one feels like you do. No one can understand me. And you try to pronounce that by looking different or whatever, but it's, you're just the same fucking model with a different emblem on it. You know, we're all Fords, we smell like Ford, we drive like Fords. Yeah, but, you know, but I, it's on my Ford. That's what makes it different. <laughs> so, you're at a meeting, and what? And so what is, happens at meetings in recovery? People share their thoughts, feelings, and, their experiences and stuff, so after a few months I could only come to two conclusions about the whole thing. How did these people get my thoughts, or oh, they're not my thoughts, yeah, because a lot of people seem to have what I call my thoughts, which would take away the my, wouldn't it? To have my seems to be an ownership quality, yeah, sounds like, it infers that there's an ownership, but if everyone has them, how could I call them my thoughts? Really. Yeah. So this 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 feeling of wanna be so special goes into recovery. The same thought system that was yapping to you before you got sober is still yapping to you. The real the, the original dis-ease is the identification as being the doer, the thinker, the have That hasn't really changed. Consequences may have. Things have gotten better at a very small degree that looks huge when you've been in a fucked up situation. But basically, you know, it's like a football field. The cement has been grassed over, so it feels nice, easier when you get whacked and fall down. (laughs) The game's going better, hallelujah. But wouldn't you be interested in seeing what the game is, really? And you're rolling it that's what it's that's what it sort of calls us to do in recovery. It says, hey, you've got to get down to the exact nature of the wrong. What's the exact nature of the wrong? What's the exact nature of the wrong? You can describe it to me. If you can't describe it to me, you probably don't know it. Yeah? So when you know it, you can describe the exact nature of the wrong. And maybe you're onto something. Maybe there'll be a long-lasting relief that will stabilize, just like that long-lasting anxiety seemed to get stabilized. Same thing can happen with relief. Relief can stabilize just as easy as anxiety (laughs) can. I swear to God, it's all pivoted on us, yeah? So if you're entertaining your thoughts as yours, and as real, and this and that, this and that, you're gonna be a fucking anxious mess, because you're gonna be totally, totally dominated by what's not happening, really. You'll be here, but you won't seemingly be here because your head will be in yesterday and tomorrow. Yeah, so yesterday and tomorrow will be the biggest influence in today. That's insanity to me. That's just total, like, common sense, five year old looking insanity. You know, I'm here, obviously. Why isn't there an immediate response to that that would just sort of. Just rest and be the foundation. I mean, it's not difficult to recognize here. You're here. Yeah. It's very difficult to recognize what's not happening. (laughs) That's why you can't really help people in a lot of ways. Because, first of all, you don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Because nothing's, it's not contagious, really. They're in their own little porno theater. But in their porno theater, August 5th is more important than July 20th. And they're in July 20th that's insane yeah. for another day to dominate today is insane and how can it possibly happen it's not the day it's not next week that intrudes on today it's my entertaining next week that allows it to intrude on today I have a big role in it you know, giving everything all the meaning it has that's a pretty interesting this thing to see yeah that hey wait a minute so like in AA it says we manufacture our own misery I don't believe that no, I think that our facilities are used to manufacture misery. I believe that. I don't believe we manufacture misery. I believe we have all the the the, the materials and the tools for manu for misery to manu- be manufactured, just like happiness and joy, really. But the what what's taken over the factory likes to manufacture minu- misery, and basically. We think we're that which is taking over the factory, so we think it's our, we're doing it. We're not doing it. It's, been, it's happening through us, yeah? Because you can manufacture happiness just as easy. You, you think it's all the manufacturing equipment, is, it can only produce one product called misery? It can manufacture beautiful shit, tons of stuff. It can manufacture, it basically, it's not the machinery, it's what's directing the machinery. And we are, we've been infected by a parasite in a sense that talks to us as us. We think it, we're it. So we're defending it. We're, defendering, we're defending the right to have the misery it manufactures. It's insane to me. And then we try to share it with people constantly like phone calls or texts or whatever, let me share my misery with you and then you'll share their, your misery with me and we'll just be a, a conglomerate of manufacturing misery. When that all that equipment and, and the site and all of it, all the conveyor belts, everything, can manufacture other fucking things. Let's say like a, what? Serenity, peace. You don't even even need to manufacture that. It's available. It's a natural resource. It's not something that's manufactured. You don't want to make peace anything else. (laughs) Just want to keep it as it is, yeah. And all you want is the ability to enjoy it. What's causing you not to have the ability to enjoy peace? It says it right in the book. You will have the, you will be able to enjoy peace of mind. What's causing you not to be able to enjoy peace of mind? If you can enjoy peace of mind, it's a, it's an ability. Why isn't it being fucking exhibited? Something must be happening that's causing us not to be able to enjoy peace of mind. It says we have the capability. What's causing it? Find out. That's. You, it doesn't say get to the exact nature of the right. It says get to the exact nature of the wrong. See, you've got to see what you're not, and then see it and call it exactly what it is, which is it is not you. And in seeing it, you'll lose interest in it. Yes, you'll lose interest in what's playing God. You'll extract the God juice it's using that we're giving to it yeah it will be extracted and it will be like a little paper tiger so that thing that used to be so serious like CNN all fucking day will be seen as Comedy Central basically you will you'll find great amusement in watching it when it used to put you in so many contortionist yogic postures now you'll find amusement because you're not being put into those postures anymore that thing you're not being used to manufacture misery. You're being used to manufacture a, a sense of service, being available, being present, yes? You know? That's what you're being used for. That's all that we are. And that's the whole thing of recovery is how to be of maximum use. You've gotta fucking realize that Uncle Ted that's running the factory has no fucking connection with you. <laughs> it's like a false nepotism. These are the resentments aren't yours. The fears aren't yours. They're what it manufactures. It says it so beautifully. It says being convinced, which means a present tense state. Being convinced now of what that self has defeated us. That's the fucking point. All right. So I am convinced that self has defeated me. How did it defeat me? By its manifestations through my life. How does it have so much sway and influence in my life? Well, that's interesting. I'd like to find that out. Well, this is the knowledge. Instead of self-knowledge avails you nothing, knowledge of self is fucking valuable. You'll see what you're not. You're not that which you're taking yourself to be. The allegiance will be broken. There can be a new committee that runs the factory. Come in, and maybe you'll like the products that are being expressed and produced for you better than the ones you did in the old way. And so what happens? You'll be given a way of life. It'll keep that factory open. And then more and more and more, the, the tree will be emphasized by the fruit it gives. It'll be traveling lighter. Yeah? I mean really lighter. Basis lighter. Not lighter based on... This thing playing God and saying, oh, I'll give you a couple hours today, yeah? No, not like a leash, not like a dog who gets a couple more links on the leash and then thinks it's doing great. I mean a free-range alcoholic, like, yeah? That the problem doesn't exist for you right now. And that's the only point where you want that to be true. I don't care if it didn't exist for you yesterday or you hope at the retreat it's not going to exist. Does it exist for you now? And if it does, I bet you it's existing as you. Tell you the truth. So, you know, so the non-duality is just a more. It's just. It's just much more illumination about these ideas. That's all it is for me. To me, I have a way of life. I have a way of a path of illumination called AA. What non-duality does is illuminates that path. Even does because it reveals that I am the light that I have been using to seek for light I am that light yeah it tells me I am what I've been looking for it doesn't tell me now you're gonna have the ability to finally see what you're looking for it says I am what I'm looking for like St. Francis what's looking what's looking not who's looking what's looking is what you're looking for that's St. Francis message yeah it doesn't say who's looking because if it was a who the who would probably have to jump through 800 requirements Fucking, it would we'll always be having to be vigilant because you could fall out of not being what you're looking for based on what it's head playing god yeah this is a freedom from the bondage of self the bondage of self is a mental activity basically it's seeing life from only one lens self-centeredness and then trying to change those It's sort of like we have a story about a brownie camera, and you were too young. But a brownie camera was a very cheap camera when I was growing up. Get it for like five or ten dollars. It's like a little square box had a plastic lens, and you basically just pointed it, hoped. You know, couldn't even see really what you were shooting. Yeah, very cheap camera. So here. Let's say we we are this huge 360-degree panoramic HD quality lens camera with a mobile tripod. We're trucking around. We see the brownie, and we stop. We go, hey! And you, I look through the brownie. Now, while looking through the brownie, I become identified as the brownie. I seemingly forget. I don't forget, but I seemingly. And this is a statement in AA. We are 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body seemingly it means it appears to be true or false to you yeah it is not a hopeless case of state of mind and body it's a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body we're it we're giving everything the meaning it has so the word seemingly is probably the best word to explain what's happening here because Seemingly, that was the worst thing that ever happened to me. Then after a few years of AA, seemingly, it's now turned into the best thing that happened to me. Was it the worst thing? And then it had this huge trend, no. It was how I saw it, basically, yeah. So, where was I with the scene? The Brownie camera. Oh, the Brownie camera. So now, seemingly, hey, someone's so <laughs> The large camera seemingly forgets it's the large camera, and takes itself to be the brownie camera yeah so now it's looking and it's not ha- and it has a vague sense there's other possibilities man i remember taking great pictures it's <laughs> going on you know what i mean <laughs> Fucking, i was like could see everywhere it's panoramic, what the fuck? so so what does it do not realizing it's the act of being identified it tries to improve the brownie camera So it starts buying like $1,000 Nikon lenses, but it sticks it on the first lens, which is a plastic lens. It doesn't matter the glasses that come after, yeah? They're not gonna correct it, yes? So finally, sometime someone comes by and says, hey, big Nikon, why are you you looking in the brownie? And a possibility arises in the Nikon. Maybe I'm not the brownie. What's the next possibility? Hey, I can be free from it. It's not going to be, I don't need an operation, and I don't need to fucking spend any more time trying to improve the Brownie camera. So it just now, it can now seemingly keep looking through the Brownie camera, but it's very clear it's not the Brownie camera. Yes? So it's not going to waste. Polishing tons of time, polishing the brownie camera lens, it knows it's got a very, very, very weird bias, yeah. All it does is see things. It doesn't see no thing. It sees things. (laughs) It's got severe limitations, yeah? But beautifully you're not that. That's the beauty of it. So you stop wasting time. This is the easiest, the way, seriously. I mean, I'm 31 years sober, that doesn't mean anything. But it's provided a long, long time to be traveling lighter. To the point, even this brownie camera can realize something is doing for it what it can't do for itself. Very clearly, yeah. That the brownie camera has not improved the brownie camera. Yeah? something has and something continues yeah? where you can understand the word serenity and no peace the problem will not exist for you and in a way it stabilizes when the problem doesn't exist as you so my feeling of the root of the problem is we're identified as what we're not really and all the addictions is trying to get out of self as self, that's why they don't work because the one who shoots the coke, the one who feels like got lost after the coke is the one that says it shot the coke and it appears again. Yeah? I couldn't get out of it. That's it. Yeah. I tried my hardest really. I didn't try my hardest in spirituality. I didn't try my hardest in prayer. I didn't try my hardest in devotion. I didn't try my hardest in service, but I sure tried my hardest through drug addiction. Yeah. Yes? And if anyone was gonna get out of here by shooting cocaine, I would have been one of the <laughs> probably bigger, bigger prospects of that, yes, and I ultimately realized that you can't transcend an imaginary place, I can't get out of me as me, because there isn't a me, (laughs) that's the dilemma, so, and I would compare my devotion to that way of life, drug addiction, to any spiritual way of life. And I have the same feeling that they'll all fail. Because you are and I am what we're looking for. So the looking for it sort of blinds us to that. to tell you the truth. And, uh, yeah. So. I was just reading this thing from Ramana Maharshi, a great master, passed away in the 50s, where he's trying to get something across, like everyone. He's trying to talk about, you know, there's a mirror, and then there's something that appears in the mirror. Now for you to realize there's a mirror, does that thing that's appearing in it have to disappear? No, it really doesn't. Yeah? So this is, this is the appearance yeah, on the screen. The appearance doesn't negate the idea of the screen. It's inclusive. The screen is actually the basis of all appearances. Yeah? So the idea that the appearance continues when you realize uh, the conti- the appearance stops completely when the screen is realized is not true. Yeah, this, the, the movies will keep appearing on the screen. Now, are they affecting the screen or have they ever affected the screen? No, I probably the smallest investment a movie theater does is the screen. So you could probably have one screen for 50 years, yeah? Yet it's held 800,000 movies. And not one movie, not one genre left an impression on the screen. That's sort of what we're like as mind, you know, as spirit. And then there's the appearance of us as these characters. And this is a very interesting event because it's of time. Yeah. So it ends. Yeah? Seventy years, ninety years. It's of time. And as Jesus said supposedly once, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. So, obviously, you would have to admit, being in this world, there's a lot of time influence, yeah? And therefore, if you take it in this way, he's saying you're not of time. If you're in this world, it's of things, yeah? But you're not of things. So, he's trying to imply what you are by seeing what you're not, yeah? That's the whole message of non-duality. It's trying to describe what we're not to what we are. Instead of trying to describe what we are to what we're not. It's just a nice switcheroo. Yeah, so Ramana Maharshi, so this whole idea of self can't get out of self So if you were identified with someone let's say Stanley So let's say being convinced that Stanley has defeated me being convinced that Stanley manifested in various ways is what has defeated me I'm going to look at Stanley's manifestations okay that's the fourth step all right so let's look at Stanley's manifestations so Stanley its number one manifestations resentment and then fear is acting out in the pursuit of what you want so here's Stanley's manifestation coming through quote-unquote Paul yeah and as soon as Paul becomes aware of Stanley's manifestations, Paul calls them my manifestations. Wouldn't Paul be in the act of being identified as Stanley? Yeah, there you go. That's it. It says, being convinced that self manifested in various ways has defeated us." us. Self, some foreign installment, pathogen, whatever you want to call it. Self manifested in a lot of ways through us has defeated us. Just like that... The, the peak, that parasite has used our facilities to manufacture its products, yeah. and yet every product says made in Paul, made in Paul, made in Paul, so there's a beholden to the product because I'm identified as the maker of the product, and I am not the maker of the product, I'm the facility that's being used to make a product, yes? And that facility could be taken over by a higher power, other than the power of alcoholism. And this facility would produce different fucking products than when it was taken over by the parasite. And it's so obvious in a picture of an addict and a recovered addict, it's pretty damn obvious. You can see it's the same factory, Paul, but look at what products it's been producing for 31 years. When before, taken over by the parasite, this is what it produced. Yes? don't give me don't give me the story that these are yours nothing that comes through you is yours nothing nothing you're an expression you're a vehicle for expression whatever takes you over is going to drive where it likes to go and drive the way it likes to drive and go for the destinations it likes to arrive at institution jails and death for the parasite that runs us yes see it as something foreign to you the possibility of being free from it is available if you keep seeing it as you you're going to be looking for freedom for it the rest of your life and that's a form of slavery literally it's a form of slavery you'll be constantly looking to feel different feel better it'll have you completely because it's it's of agitation and it gets agitation wants you to be agitated about your spiritual condition and fucking everything else. Because it feeds on agitation. If it's confronted with stillness, it's not there. Yeah, It has to appear through agitation. And that's what is provoking in us completely. You know, you'll know the problem from the solution. I've been free from it. For a sense. So I can see it. It's no big deal, I mean, you have the ability to see, but you can't see what you think you're looking from. Mm -hmm. But if you see it as an activity, there'll be a sense I'm not that, and that's what happened to me. My eighth and ninth year, I was going over that statement, self can't get manifested in various ways, and I saw self as foreign to me. I didn't see it as ego, I I saw it as foreign, completely foreign pathogen and suddenly I saw that and then the next possibility is I can be free from it and then it told me in a split second that I had been trying to be free as it since I've been six years old because I've been identified as that which I want to be free from yeah this is super clear better than any classroom fucking seminar I ever had it was like whack But first, I had to see I'm not that. And then I saw what it was like to try to be free as it or for it or through it. And it's fucking slavery. Complete slavery. So. I think it's great news. As they say in the Gospels, good news. It's great news to me. Can you imagine? (coughs) If you're the... uh, wants to be saddled with the idea on the manufacturing of all my misery, that's a sense of doership that's too fucking heavy. Yeah? Isn't it? Really. We're behind the eight ball enough. We don't need any more, you know, fatal accusations. Yeah. Something has been using the facility. I can't say I'm the owner of it. Yeah? And there's a freedom. That's the forgiveness that occurs. Like when I saw this was a disease, one of the first big movements. I remember I uh, I was going out with my friend, and I used to ride motorcycles. My first year, until one day I looked at my leg and I went, "What the fuck am I riding motorcycles for?" <laughs> so I stopped riding. So but we were uh, had these two had a girlfriend and he had a girlfriend, and I was trying to. We we're young. This girl uh, I wanted to impress, so we drive to his place. And we go upstairs, and as we're going upstairs, a girl, uh, Asian woman comes down, and she's got paint on her blue jeans. And we say hello, and he goes up, and then he has to go back to his bike, and he comes back up, and he says, oh, my neighbor wants to uh, talk with you. And I was he told her I was a house painter, and I was gonna give her some advice, yeah? So she walks into the little sitting room, and we're all there, and she says, hello, Paul, do you remember me? And I said, no. And she says, you owe me $500. And I went, you would think I would feel a lot of guilt or shame, but I didn't feel anything like that. What I felt was I would have done to you what I've done to anyone else unless you physically stopped me. I had seen the disease. I wasn't the blaming of it all. I was accountable, but I wasn't the fault. It's sort of like if my dog shits on the neighbor's lawn, I'm accountable, but I'm not responsible. For the shit. I'll clean it up, clean it up, but I'm not going to go, oh, well, should I, you know, for weeks. I'll just clean up the shit and move on. yeah. So that was an incredible demonstration of getting an understanding, a true understanding of what the disease is and isn't. Yes. Yeah. So I hope it's helpful. You know, you're in my tribe and. Uh, as you know, there's a lot of suffering and a lot of fucking mental anxiety. People living a lot of days in this day, really. You know? And it's, it's more than, there'll be, there's more than enough, this day uh, can be in a, such a loving way demanding because there's so much to see and hear, feel, taste and touch. Completely occupied here just today. You don't need tons of narrations about better days or worse days. Just and be here. But how can you get out of that which you're not in? You have to this is a different kind of message. This isn't saying you fucking gotta work. I'm saying why not ask who's that you? Alright, well that's it. I think any questions today? No. Yeah. I mean, when we use the word parasite, it's really good, but I mean, also my mind yeah, goes to a place like, oh, you gotta do something about the parasite, but you don't really, right? No, and it's you're something. not that. You see, when that thing see, it assumes it's you talking. So when it says you gotta, I'm gonna have to do something, it suggests that there's a you that's right, gonna have to do right. something. You're not seeing the manufacturing of the misery. You're, you're, see, once the once the the uh, the cup comes out of the kiln, it's a cup. Yeah. Now it's about I don't. It's all skillful means after that. You want to see? You're not the cup. Yeah. So that which is talking as you, oh, I'm gonna have to do something about that. That's not you saying a fucking thing. You haven't said a word to you ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just what you are. You're being what you are. And then there's thinking about it, yes? The thinking is not of you, nor are you a product of it. Yeah, you'll be forethought. What do you think the pause pauses? Does it say pause? Does it say pause is the greatest thought? No, pause in recovery is a thoughtless moment, yeah? The thoughts are not the supreme director. You're just there. And, that's, and you're always there. The pause isn't something that infrequently happens. It's, it's inferring what's always happening. What's always happening, it, you would call it a pause as something that's so agitated. But it's still. It's stillness. Like there's an old thing out of the Psalms. I just bought it at a thrift store, a plate. <laughs> it says, be still and know, know that I am God. Be still. That's our inherent nature. It's not like another order. Be still. We're not talking about that which is agitated. See, you're not that which is agitated. And that's what your being is. It's still. Yeah. So you've already fulfilled the requirement of knowing God. Be still. All right. And know that I am God. Yeah, maybe. Yes. So there's really no parasite. No, it's an imagery. Yeah. There's no parasite. You're trying to provoke an image because images are better than words for communication. But in this case, if the act of identification is the is the working activity, then you've got to show that which you identified as as foreign, so your mind can see it as something other than you. That's all. It's a gimmick almost. It's like a trick. So the mind suddenly, instead of looking from this, it sees it. Wow. This, this affords a huge amount of possibility. This doesn't. Looking as it doesn't afford much possibility. I will be okay. Or memories, I was okay. But the okayness isn't available now. This affords a lot of possibility. Hey, I may not be that. (laughs) Yes. And then, what? I can be free from it? Yes. If you're not that, I can be free from it. And then you'll see, maybe you've been trying to be free as it all these years. And where has it gotten you? Fucking crazy. People are fucking if they're ups, they're obsessed about one thing, and then you go to spiritual groups. People are obsessed about the word enlightenment, and enlightenment means cessation of all suffering. Yet how we're using it is to provoke suffering. So unbelievable. So here the the the, the factory gets a gets a uh, an order, enlightenment, <laughs> sensation of all making, and it makes something out of it to produce suffering. Isn't it mind-boggling? Enlightenment. All right. Everything, no more, no, oh, that's, I'm not enlightened, I've got to get, you know, it's, yes, anything that the agitation claims, it will be get agitation about. What did AA do? AA tried to raise the bar, yeah, they tried to raise the bottoms, all right? were horrific for a lot of people in the beginning of recovery one of the most compassionate drives of AA is trying to raise the bottom so people that come after don't have to go through what so many people have gone through ultimately they may have to but that's one of the intents of recovery is to share about the disease we share so that the person can identify and not stop there so it's not like it's not like this i'm not alcoholic And then I'm an alcoholic. If there's a third step, I'm not an alcoholic, so you're trying to deny something and you're making it more and more real, then AA finally allows it to land. All right, I'm a fuck up, I'm an asshole, I hurt people, I did this, yeah? But there's a third step, and I'm not that. Yeah. Now a lot of people are stuck in the first two. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't that all right, I finally own up to it, I see my role in things, but there's another, you can take it, so, boom, yes, I am that, I feel it completely, and I'm not, that's the beauty of it. We're not being offered the third option in a lot of cases, yeah? And I got one more thing, now that I have you at intent listeners, <laughs> you, this is amazing phenomena in the community. All right, people get the idea of a higher power, and it's beautiful. So now things are happening, good things, and they're just praising the higher power. They're very clear that they have nothing to do with it. It's grace, and yes, 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 and they're very, they have the ability to, to live from there, yeah? So something's doing for me what I can't do for myself. But the same fucking thing was happening with the previous God, the parasite, Yeah, things were happening that you would never have done by yourself came through you we're still claiming all that shit yeah we're still claiming no you know we don't get see I don't understand we have the ability to see something is doing for us what we can't do for ourselves and see something did through us what we would have never done as ourselves why don't we apply the same thing Because the parasite's still hiding completely. Completely. We still have guilt and shame about all the shit we did under the influence. But now we're not getting prideful by all the shit that's under the influence of the higher power. We're open to that. But we're not applying it to before. There was a God before and there's a God now. The God before, let's call it for what it is. Or what it isn't. We have the ability, we're proving it. Oh yes, everything, so much great bounty has come to me, I'm so grateful. Fucking yeah, but you're still claiming you've done all that shitty shit when you were still taken over, just like you're taken over by the higher power, you were taken over by a lower power. You credit and blame, we're credit and blame, we're given the credit now where it's due, we're not, we're giving it the blame to us where it isn't due. Give it to the fucking parasites. To the disease. I would have done anything to anybody unless you could have physically stopped me when I was out there. That was not of me. The products that were produced under, under that tenure were not my products. Nor are the. I'm very clear that they're not, not my products now, but why am I not as clear that they were not my products then? Because the real root of the disease is still, 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 still living. You're identified as what you're not. Yeah. Well, it. It's weird how that shows up, too. In the, in the, in the, some people are helped by saying, I'm just an addict. So they, they're kind of doing that. But they're, but it's the same. They're, they're the addict. <laughs> so they might not be taking responsibility. And it's, but then it keeps showing up as, a, oh, I'm just an addict. You know, that, that's what's what, crazy. <laughs> Well the identification is tricky. If you're in it, you won't know it usually. You have to either get a whack or you got to hear about it or something. Because even if you're in the business of looking for a spirit, you'll be blind to it. A lot. Because I was. And I did a lot of quote unquote spiritual practices. And uh, this this idea never dawned on me until it was laid on me. uh, Until I heard another possibility. And in my mind, gravitated toward that and entertained it, and things started to shift and change I, without any thought or effort on my part. I was just a beneficiary of it, yeah. yeah. And then I knew the problem from the solution, which was awesome, because I was, I was tired of knowing the solution from the problem. So, yeah. It just struck me that the pause seemed intermittent at first, it is such an exception to the suffering but it's a pointer each pause is a pointer to the relief that is always who you always are to the to the pause that is before everything yes it is all these little instances of suffering the pause is a pointer to the real pause well yeah like like a guy used to say they're free samples so you get a little sample of a gluten-free pie, the whole pie is going to sort of taste like the sample, when you'll have the whole pie. Maybe you'll share it with others. The little piece, you probably won't. <laughs> but when you see it's always available at all times, you know, like I'm a believer in the idea of, uh, I don't believe that you have to have it to give it away. I believe if you're willing to give it away, you'll have it. That's been my experience. So if you're willing to give it away, you'll be had by it, really. So. Alright, well, we'll pass the basket because uh, we do pay rent Paul, here. that. Uh, did you bring the box? Oh, Keith. I you? did. I brought oh, the box.